Dominus Media activated. Live from the 210, it's the wave of the few short show, and we are your hosts, Mr. Trey M. Carr, and I am E. James. Yes, yes, welcome, welcome everyone Yo. to WFS. We got a great show in store for y'all. How you guys doing? We chilling, man. Doing all right. Big chilling, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Car? Doing better than those Chinese balloons. <laughs> oh, man. He's spicy. He getting started already. <laughs> man, I'm glad to hear it. But we have quite a few things we want to get into, so we are going to dive into it. Um, let's get wavy, baby. Let's get wavy. Yeah, dude. Let's, let's ride the wave. Paddle in, boys. Paddle in. Uh, gratitude. I think I went first last time. Y'all got anything? I got something. What you got? I want to shout out my brother. Uh, what's Car's older brother's name? Hmm. Oh, no. Car Car. Big Car. Big Car. He said he's like 10 years older yeah. than you. 13 years older. So Call yeah. him a classic car. Yeah, classic car. <laughs> <laughs> His plates are vintage. Car classical. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't get to change the plates. They're vintage. <laughs> yeah, dude. Vintage car. Nah, but I love my brother. He's gone through the ringer and back. And uh, in the words of his fiance, he's a half, he's a glass half full kind of guy. Mm. You got to appreciate that. You got to have people in your life like that to help you center yourself. Yeah. And he's, he's more the quiet one. He wouldn't be good on the podcast, but he is a good pillar of knowledge for me to refer to whenever I get into a rut coming to my job or whatever. He's always got something cause he's been there and done that. And I appreciate that. So thank you, big car. Appreciate that. You got me thinking of Dr. Dre now. I've been there. I've done that. You got, sorry. Nah, shout out to the to the big car, vintage car. What's up we should call him? Yeah, dude, vintage. VC. Yeah, VC. VC. I'm going to shout out some friends of mine I used to work with a couple jobs ago. Got to hang out with them, and uh, I drank way too much yesterday hanging out with them. I usually don't drink like that, but uh, to T W S. E and K. It was great seeing y'all. You know who you are. I love you and uh, can't wait to do it again. Uh, I guess for this week, I give a little shout out to my sister. It's always nice to have a nurse in the family. My kid got sick. Mm. Like she ended up strep throat, but she had it in like the weirdest way. Like she had a stomach ache. She got a rash. Her throat never really hurt. Mm. It was weird. Um, I guess we were getting to that point and she like had the rash and the fever. And I was like, what do I do? Call, call my sister. So I called her and she was like, take her to the ER right now. And so we took her to the ER and they're like, oh yeah, no, she has, like you guys caught this early. Good. Uh, so she only missed a couple of days of school. Uh, but you know, just shout out, appreciate uh, the the help in that, in that regard. You know, it's always nice to have somebody you can rely on that. And then after that, she like, I just switched jobs. So she like did a deep dive into my insurance and found out like all these benefits I didn't even know I had. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I thought my insurance was trash. And then, it's not so <laughs> I need to talk to her about our benefits <laughs> <laughs> yeah she she was showing me like all the deductibles like there's a deductible you have to pay off but the company basically gives you a card preloaded with half of that deductible to pay so 
I didn't even know that until like I went. I'm glad I didn't pay at the ER because I didn't know that I didn't bring my my FSA card with me. But That's what's like, up. Oh no! I was like, I only put five hundred dollars on my Flex Mining account. She was like, No, the company preloads it with like three grand, and I'm like, Nice. Oh. <laughs> that's the majority of my deductible. I'm not so mad now. Let's oh, all take that. Let's all get sick. Let's. It's on this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, God forbid, dude. Oh man, yo. So you brought up the Bayouns. I like to call balloons. I sure did. <laughs> How dare you fly over America? No. Uh, so the U.S. military shot down a balloon in, uh, around South Carolina was the first one and as you gentlemen informed me before right before we recorded there was a second one i don't know how i missed that so that one was shot down where uh over the coast of alaska that's crazy yeah and a third undefined object too was shot down too well and i know there was one over south america yeah you're right so that's crazy man that's crazy so uh i know <laughs> people like to call him a blinken a Blinken, Blinken, Anthony Blinken. Yeah. Uh, he's our, uh, what is it, Secretary of Defense, correct? I believe that's his role. Sorry, Secretary mm. of State. Okay. Anthony Blinken. He was going to go down or go to China, Beijing, um, for a meeting with them right as that first balloon came up and he canceled it. Mm-hmm. He's like, nah, we're going to 86 this. The fuck is that about? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is not good. And then the Chinese said, oh, it's just, you know, just the. A weather balloon, baby. Just checking patterns. You know, I'm like over here yeah, on the other side of the world. <laughs> well, no, like what, what did they say? The article, the official stance on the, what the CCP said is uh is the balloons were taken by what prevailing westerlies. Yeah, yeah. That's like the weirdest, most old timey say old timey way to say that. Yeah, the wind took them. The, the, the last time I heard westerlies and easterlies was in Californication. And and some, he's like the east, the sun may rise in the easterlies and settle in a foreign location. Yeah, flippin' boom, but that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dang, it took me back. Yo, westerlies though. Yes, China just chalks it up to the westerlies, but yeah, they ended up in South America. They ended up like further, mm. like further, almost, almost east again. Hmm. So, what's the deal? And it, <laughs> something's uh, a little fishy about that, in my opinion. I was going to say something else, but I don't want to be... <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> you like your job? <laughs> Just strange. Like, what, what What? data can you gather now with weather balloons uh, that satellites can't? Because I think satellites are the, are the evolution of a weather balloon. If you think about it, they get so much more data from the from the atmosphere. So I was know? talking with, with, uh, with Booty Pants and Skeksy yeah. and a couple of our friends about this uh, in another chat. And that's kind of the the thought that Skeksy had. He was like, we have satellites. They're looking at our stuff all the time. What's the big deal about these balloons? And I'm like, yeah, dude, but that seems to be a lot more blatant to, I mean, if it really was a weather balloon and it got taken away, okay, fine. But multiple just popping up, like it's, 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 it's suspect. It makes you wonder, like, what are y'all doing right now? My question is, when did... We notice it was there. Yeah, like our airspace is covered completely. Like we know when planes are going in yeah, and out. So and, right, <clears throat> was this a test to find a way to get something into our airspace undetected? That's something that they won't. Publicly. I get real, like real, yeah, like, on the deep end with this stuff because there's no co- like coincidences, and I don't believe anything or almost anything the government's 
telling telling you you know yeah, they, they only want to tell you so much yeah like, i mean they're not going to tell you the whole story behind it they don't want to cause a panic um i can get into some crazy conspiracy theories with you brother <laughs> man but to me i'm like okay so what is this ways to traverse our airspace undetected so the next time they send something this way what's connected to it man what you gonna do drop an emp over mm. a certain area of the country or something that's an easy way to mm. to to move things like that you can't you know if you launch it with a missile we We've got it. Where I work, there's a guy that <clears throat> used to work for the Marines, and his little literal job was to control satellites that shoot bursts of air into the atmosphere to intercept missiles and mm. blow them up. Dang. Yeah. Um, so well, thank him for his service. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our freedom. But okay, so you can't do it with missiles. You can't go planes. Well, what if we just accidentally lost a balloon and let it just float over the entire country? The entire country. Yeah, that's not like no curb for enthusiasm moment. This is planned. <laughs> this was like a bump, bump, bump. No, it wasn't. <laughs> nah, it not literally at all. Good reference. the entire yeah. continental United States. Freaked out a bunch of people. They all got their fifty calibers out, thinking they could hit it. I'm gonna get this thing. Yeah, and that was that was the thing. I forgot which was it. Bobert, Lauren Bobert out of Colorado. I think it might have been her, or was it Taylor Green? Somebody, whoever. Somebody said they should, you know, shoot it down. I'm like, don't say that, yeah, please. They, they, let's go back down. And I and I didn't hear it myself. They might have been kind of being a smart ass. Yeah. But I'm like, don't encourage a bunch of idiots to go firing bullets at the sky. <laughs> Guys, they have to they come, come down. down. <laughs> yeah, the same gravitational force, if not more. Don't do that. Right. I'm like, yeah, don't do that. Uh, I was like, come on, don't don't say that because people will do it. I got my 30 out sick and I was trying to find that thing and I, sh- I ended up shooting up my car. <laughs> yeah, just shooting 90 degrees up. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, sorry, I'm making fun of a bunch of Southerners. Yo, Southerners. but this is a San Antonio thing too. Like, you know on New Year's we got every vato out there on the South Side we're going pop, 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 pop. Hey, I'm shooting blanks, fool. Shut up. I don't know if my insurance policy covers bullets on the roof. Like, <laughs> I don't know I if work, that's a covered peril, sir. Someone's, someone's all, I work for Prudential. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got it covered. <laughs> hey, we right now, we just alienated like, any, like the rest of the world. They have no idea what just happened. <laughs> nah, but some, some Southside girl with hot cheetos like, babe, I told you, stop talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh shoot! <laughs> oh my god! Either way, it's fishy. It, yeah, it, that's it, hella fishy, bro. It's like, even more fishy is then there's a second one coming. Yeah, yeah which like, they don't know. Nobody's taking claim for the second one. The second one, I guess, was a lot higher. Uh, hmm. uh, what if it was like a parody or like somebody trying to trying to try to parody China or something? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, <laughs> just something like that. Just like Russia said, "Oh, that's how you got over there." Let's try this. <laughs> so I had a couple of thoughts. Um, the first thought when that thing, when they were talking about it's a weather thing. Yeah. I, now you were talking about EMP and my brain never went there. I'm surprised I didn't. That was a good thought. That was a good ass thought. <laughs> you guys are going to laugh. Like, what if this is just some really ghetto project of China trying to like swipe all the Wi-Fi networks across the globe? That would be a very incognito way to do TikTok that. Can't. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, well, shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, TikTok. I mean, it, it's a different company, quote unquote. But no, it's it's the other version of Douyin. If you're not familiar with Douyin, Douyin is TikTok in China only. Yeah, and it's actually like in, 
it's actually informational and it helps people over there and it gets people to like do better with themselves. But and Byte Byte Dance Byte Dance spun off uh, from the, you know their Chinese company Byte Dance has a U.S. headquarters, etc. But yeah. so knowing what we know about how vulnerable 2G Wi-Fi is, mm-hmm. it would not be out of the question that these balloons are doing some war driving. That's kind of what her war floating. Yeah, war floating. Yeah, that's <laughs> another way to do that. Like. This thing could be strapped with just massive antennas that are sweeping all across and data mining all this easily, all this easily explodable information. Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of, so that's kind of what I was thinking was like, man, what if they're just casually, they got a long range thing it can pick up like, cause it's high enough, but it's also low enough. Cause I mean, you could see it, right? So it's low enough to where you can see it and there's just going shloop, gather, 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 triangulating position. Okay, this Wi-Fi networks, I picked these up in this area, reporting in real time, maybe back to home base. Yeah. And then going, okay, this belongs to this person, this person, this person, this person, that person. You know what I mean? And just, I don't know, start start hacking some routers. I don't know. Even then, just like getting vendor information, just seeing the most common thing, seeing like there's a bunch of ways you can do this. Like, oh, yeah. Get a vulnerable. And there's a lot of shit that you can do over the internet, too, if you're a hacker, like a bona fide hacker. You You can do this without that but i don't know that's this is kind of what my brain thought of right away never even thought about that i just thought about all the idiots trying to shoot it to be honest (laughs) (laughs) i probably would have been there i'll show that oh that's great and then the 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 other thing was you know so why did we shoot it why didn't we intercept it yeah well i'm pretty sure they did intercept whatever i don't think the balloon part but yeah there's a risk of damaging something if you that's shoot what it i was thinking like yeah. they're like we'll we'll, we'll go gather up the pieces and i was like but also if you don't understand exactly what it is could be a threat yeah it could be a ter- uh, like a, a terrain threat like once it touches down or something so maybe maybe they they outweighed the cost of actually hmm. intercepting it and just said this is the lesser of two evils we can reverse engineer whatever this was if we destroy it yeah go catch it with a, a plane and then that's yeah. kind of what I was thinking. It's like a Decepticon takes yeah. a plane. You know? Yeah. Well, well, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Is like, okay, what if they they use a a non military or an old military type or a drone, like a, a drone, whatever. Yeah. So an old an old plane, an old or a drone, like as you stated. Yeah. Snatch that bad boy out of the sky. Yeah. See what it does. Bring it down somewhere on a coast, not at a military facility, because if it's triangulating and it's trying to pull stuff, okay, now we know exactly. What is going on over here at uh since they're in South Carolina, they, they would they would be closer to that army base out in Sumter. Well, then the capital too. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I was just thinking like that that, now that you have a couple I mean that whole Fayetteville, like right? The, well the well if it's area. South Carolina, it's Sumter is where they have that army base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they they've got uh what's his name? Strom I think it's Strom Thurmond who's got I think it's it might be named after him. Uh, but anyway, my point is is get it away from a military facility facility, bring it down. Try to take it apart on the spot and preserve what you can rather than shoot it. But I, yeah. but maybe as you mentioned, they were confident enough in their capabilities to reverse engineer it once they neutralize the threat, so to speak. Yeah, man, I'd love to get a chance to just work on something like that. Me too. Absolutely. <laughs> I would yeah. love that. That would be a great project. And just get called and like, you got to go to this airport at three in the morning. Like, all right, I got to go. And then just, just show up at some place and be like, this is, this is, we can't even tell you what this is. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, do I get to work the balloon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't even say anything. Like, we need you over here. It's so, so. We're like, oh, do we get to work the. Yeah, exactly. Like, right, They're like, oh, he said, oh, no, I said too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, I, that, that was crazy. Um, 
more details are still unfolding on that. We we we're not. This not gonna be the first time we talk about this. Obviously, yeah, it's gonna be a developing. Well, let's story. see how much details they give us after this. Yeah. What do you think? What do you guys think that does to our relations with China? I mean, we already have a sensitive uh, relationship with them. It's it's like I don't want to say frenemies. We're more adversarial these days. Yeah. But do you think that this severely raises our uh? I don't want to say our, our awareness because we're already aware of them, but severely raises our the threat level for us, our tensions, or do you think it kind of softly, low level escalates tensions with them? I think this is some, in some form or fashion by design where people were meant to see this. Like this is something that was not going to skip the news cycle because of how low the altitude mm-hmm. these things were. There's mm-hmm. something that can't just be hidden. So something about this is by design. And we're supposed to keep it in our conversation for some reason. Like it's like maybe it's like a distraction of some kind. Oh, yeah, no. they, said it, they yeah. have the right to respond further after we shot it down. So yes, they did say that. They did say they they there's they may respond. So it's like yeah, but it was in our we're space. A bigger balloon. Well, there was an article, and I don't know if I shared it with you too. I know I shared it with uh, with my cousins, um, but long time ago, there was a drone let me see if i can pull it up for you guys real quick i think there was a drone that wandered over no 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 no. it was not a drone it was a plane definitely Mm. a plane that wandered into their airspace so the source is dailycaller.com i'm not familiar with this website in 2001 china responded when a u.s spy plane neared chinese airspace the American aircraft intercepted a message from China's Lingshir Air Base indicating two Chinese F-8 fighter jets, jets were nearby. Suddenly, one of those Chinese fighter jets approached the U.S. aircraft from the left and flew just 10 feet away from the plane's wing, according to the intercept. Okay, so maybe this is the real thing. The Chinese pilot, Wang Wei, allegedly saluted the American air crew before falling back 100 feet. The outlet reported Wei or why I think it's Wei again got dangerously close to the aircraft before mouthing something to the American crew before falling back. According to the report on a uh, third attempt by Wei to communicate with the Americans, his plane got caught in one of the EP three E propellers and caused his F eight to split in half. Damn. That's dangerously close, bro. I'm saying so this is again, according to the intercept, the jet fell into the sea. American pilot, Navy Lieutenant Shane Osborne managed to stabilize the U.S. aircraft. Due to the damage, however, Osborne was forced to land in Chinese territory, prompting all the crew on board to try to to destroy as much data as possible, the outlet noted. The plane was met with Chinese soldiers who held guns and shouted orders before the Americans were taken to military barracks in Ling Shui. Barracks. 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 (laughs) Did I say it like that? <laughs> That's how you wanted to. Barracks. <laughs> Barracks. Uh, U.S. diplomats were pro- prohibited from meeting with the crew until three days after the collision. That's a hell of a detainment. Mm, I'm saying. It says Chinese authorities detailed or detained all 24 on board and held them for 11 days. Whoa during which they underwent intense interrogations. They were eventually brought back to the U.S. after diplomatic tensions following uh, intense interrogations. So there you go. So this has happened before in a different kind of way. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is actually, uh, so this is, this was according. Oh, wow. This information came from Snowden documents. Mm. Wow. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. So it wasn't, it was buried in the, in the early two thousands. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we don't need to talk about this. And I actually, I have, I have a document here from sgp.fast.org, the CRS, CRS report for Congress. Chinese-U.S. aircraft collision incident of April 2001. Assignments and policy implications. Um, I'm going to put this in the show notes if anybody wants to read it. So, that's crazy. So, this just goes to show, though, they've done similar things. Now, it was a spy plane. Yeah, different but, different case. but di- Different case, but I, I say similar only in a sense is that they had a, a flying object in their space, and they took it down. Yeah. They were trying to, they were going to escort us away. You know, probably, but it is what it is. It didn't happen like that. But no, no, it didn't. Got too close. Got too close. Flew t- too it, close to the sun, Kid Icarus. Just doesn't seem like good flight protocol to just like be like on the window. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, they said he saluted him. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, I see you. Yeah. But even then he's just like. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you can't see car, cars like look like he's cursing at somebody through a window right now. <laughs> yeah. Just what I do on the south side. So, basically. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like, zoom in on this finger, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of zoom, ooh, layoffs, fifteen percent. Yeah, more tech layoffs, man. A uh, one thousand three hundred employees, or about fifteen percent of its workspace. That's so, a big number. That's a lot of people. But we got to also see how big they grew during the pandemic. Cause zoom was it's a reason yeah, we call it, it generation. Like a, it was the resource during that time yeah oh, zoom yeah. school zoomers like we named a whole generation of people after it <laughs> yeah I, I know i know that that's crazy how that how that happened it's like it's funny because anybody else that was using like teams it's like yeah. oh i'm sorry <laughs> skype what the hell like is your you guys cheaping out it's like it comes with office what are you talking about teams is fine not really it's okay <laughs> We tried it. So, so a little inside for y'all. When we first started Chasm, we tried Teams, and it was a very quick no. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was like, "This is terrible." So now we're on Discord, but uh, yeah. So it says the CEO Eric Guan wrote in a blog post as the world wrote that as the world continues to adjust to life after the pandemic, the company needs to adapt to the uncertainty of global account of the global economy. To me, that says as y'all both stated. <laughs> we're not making as much money as we used to because people are back in the office and this is no longer profitable for us to have this many people here. Yeah. And so, it just seems like a natural, sucks. yeah, it seems like a natural, yeah, course natural for, course of fluctuations. Yeah. We don't talk about the oil field when they got to cut, you know, like when oil's running low or whatever. So <clears throat> this is crazy. He said that he's also, he also plans to reduce his own salary for the coming fiscal year by 98%. You got to think about how much this dude's making. But oh, I know, but still 98. Even, okay, you make a, a, a hundred million. Making two million. Oh, I mean, man, you're still making, making, oh yeah, I guess that's still a lot of money. <laughs> so, but, but I mean, even of, of a million, you know. Yeah, I yeah. like I like it when a CEO does take charge like that and reduces their salary. I think that is a is an act of goodwill. Yeah, it's honorable. He's yeah. also foregoing his 2023 corporate bonus. Good. <clears throat> yeah. I think the, I yeah, think that's I, awesome. I think a lot more people should follow through with that. Like I know Nintendo did that for a while too, like whenever like they had slow sales for the GameCube or whatever, like mm-hmm. president took the pay cut for them so they could keep everybody employed. And this one seems like it's still at a cost of employees and stuff, but 
you can only do so much when your growth was exponential during a time when everybody was stuck at home. Yeah. There's just going to be five to 10 years worth of ripples in this wave that happened when everybody stayed home. So we're just going to be dealing with the consequences of that for the next 10 fiscal years, I guess. It's not yeah. going to be just them. Like, There's a lot of people. A lot of people are laying people off right now. Yeah. Well, everybody's anticipating the worst, man. Um, you know, there's, they say that we're going to be having some tough times coming up, you know, and we've covered this three times over. Yeah. We nearly covered it for a fourth time. We're pulling out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, we're pulling out of that conversation until anything significant comes up. Yeah. But the quiet firing quiet quitting the great resignation the quiet hiring is now the new thing we're not going to talk about that yeah we're quite quitting this conversation <laughs> yeah 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 we're not so quietly quitting that conversation <laughs> but all that to say is that the job market's changed so much yeah over these last couple of years that people i think are starting to settle in and go okay we have who we have we can't hire anymore or we can't keep these people on sorry we don't know what this what's coming up next and everybody's saying doom and gloom. So we got to batten down the hatches, so to speak. I mean, know? it's everybody. You got Dell who cut 6,600 jobs. Yeah. Google, 12,000 jobs. Microsoft, 10,000 jobs. Amazon. Like Salesforce, 7,000 jobs. Like Amazon was, what was it? Like 15,000 people getting laid off from Amazon. Um, yeah, there's a lot, man. And it doesn't help when we got people on, on like social media just uh highlighting their days and they give it to the whole public to see like there's always like a recruitment lady that's always like this is my day working at facebook uh i start my day off with a swedish massage and it's not every day but most days i like to just really unwind before i start my day and uh when i get to the office it's about 10 in the morning exactly <laughs> and then exactly. yeah it's it's always stuff like that that you see on the outside i'm like why the hell are these people like making so much money barely working in, in, in the eyes of people that work in a different field or different kind of capacity and it's so. completely tone deaf yeah that yeah ain't getting no massage yeah dude there's no like there's no hans there's a she woman see hans yeah like there's a woman getting a swedish hans. massage yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lady getting a massage while there's another lady watching on her phone waiting for the bus to go work at Pizza right, Hut. Like, right, exactly. And then she's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. San Antonio strikes again. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just poodle today. Like, that's it. Poodle. Yeah, dude. But that's, that's what I feel also rattles that kind of apathy towards this whole thing. Like people on the people on the lower end of the totem pole don't feel as bad or won't feel the repercussions of these things because they see the people conveying their lives on social media, which is always a freaking lie. Like everybody lies on social media, but they see that as like, Oh, those are the fat cats. Good for them. Like good that they're getting cut, but it's going to happen too. When other people can't afford to go get pizza, pizza hut. Yeah. You know, (laughs) making it great. (laughs) Nope. Trickling all the way through and down the economy, man. Yeah, Yeah, man. It's going to, yeah, but at what point does it reach that? And at what point does everybody suffer? Like, I guess there's just an inflation on, on job value right now. There's a bubble there for, for that kind of, um, for the tech bubble, really. We've, we've gone through so many evolutions of the way technology has gone. I talked about this last episode too. It's just another bubble that's ready to pop. Another wave. I talked to, uh, uh, a friend of mine who's, he's about, um, he's in his early fifties, a guy that I, I, used to work with and my current employer he's on a different team now or sorry i'm on a different team now yeah but anyway 
he said, you know, we've seen this before. Um, yeah, guys, probably, probably witnessed to that in the early 2000s and everything. Early 2000s, you mean, you know, back in the day, the old adage was, nobody ever lost their job for buying IBM. Mm. Yeah, right. You know, IBM is still a big player, but not, they're not huge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but they, for the longest time, they were thought of as the gold standard. Yeah, because they've been around since before, like wars and stuff. Right, yeah. right, right. They were they were the big one. And so you've seen that shift. I mean, Compaq, or sorry, Gateway. Yeah. Gateway was huge. Uh, my homie who's in the Army used to work for Gateway when he, when he oh, was- Oh, I forgot about them. The, the, <laughs> cow, the cow computer. Yeah, 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 about that. yeah, man. So, you know, all these different people in the tech sector, uh, you know, I, I, won't, I won't get into too many details, but like- that company Citrix, yeah, they got bought out. Uh, a friend of ours works there, and they've been a powerhouse player for a long time in the virtualization space. You know, now it's like VMware is the going to be the sole king, at least on a massive scale. There are other virtual players out there, but you look at them. You look at um, all these companies that are buying up. Little companies. Little companies. And that's nothing new. Like Apple does that. Tech, All the Google, yeah. Microsoft, like Activision. Talk about gaming. Yeah, that's still up in the works right now. <clears> well, and then the EU, the EU is freaking out yeah. about it. You know, the there's yeah. well, so and I don't know if I sent you guys this article in our regular chat or not, or if I posted it in the Discord, but um they bought Activision or they they purchased Activision Blizzard. It's it's going through the approval. Uh, process but what the eu would is i think proposing is to have microsoft sell off the call of duty part of the business and i was reading on the verge the comments on this and i i find it so interesting how people bat for big tech companies you know you never used to get that back in the day yeah it's like no man big tech and then there's people of course that are against it and you know, people are saying, uh, one guy said, and he was absolutely wrong. He said, Sony doesn't go and buy other game studios. It's like, <laughs> hi, Bungie entered the chat. You can go down the list. Right. And so and there, then another person said, well, they develop their own games in-house. Sure. Sure. They're, they've been better at that, but they don't share with anybody else. So Microsoft doesn't innovate from a game creation standpoint like they had halo and they have halo it's not great anymore the people that used to make it bungee yeah started destiny i mean you got forza you got gears of war there's like a handful of titles but compared to sony's exclusives it's not touching it yeah the, we got the exclusives are the sony brand that is that is the sony brand and so like how is it how is it okay for them to do that? And was my thinking, mm -hmm. and not for Microsoft and people again argue that well they're buying stuff and taking it away, something that was available for everybody. And I'm like Microsoft even said we're not going to get rid of Call of Duty for PlayStation. That's too much money. They promised them That's, two more games, if I'm not mistaken. They promised them, I think, another ten years, ten or eleven years, and it's like I don't think Microsoft should ever pull it away if they want to be a d sure no you don't <clears throat> i don't think they should do that what you do is the same thing that playstation does to other people you give them a lot of 
in-game exclusives that are only available on Xbox. See, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I'd be, I'd be okay with that. It's like, hey, we're going to have this skin or this gun that's only available on Xbox, but it's more like, it doesn't, it's not like a top tier weapon, you know? And I don't want to yeah. go too much down like the gaming hole yet because, you know, we'll talk about something else later. But in terms of all these acquisitions that are happening around the world and then these layoffs, it's like, I think what the business needs to do, and I'm saying business in general, not just Zoom, I think the economy, we just need to step back, take a pause. You know, I feel bad for the people that are getting laid off. This is terrible. You know, God forbid either of us get laid off. But I hope these people land on their feet. Yeah. And I hope these companies stop with the knee-jerk reaction when they're hot. Yeah. And, I, and, and, and that's easy for me to say because I've never run a business like to that scale at all. <laughs> I've never run a business, period. So it, you, you're trying to keep up with the demand for your product. But, it, you know, it's I don't, I don't know. It's just it's just terrible to see, man. I'm 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 tired of reading these articles and seeing these stories come out because at the end of the day, these are humans being impacted by it. Well, you know, I just want to bring up a little bit more on this. Sure. Let's think about Nintendo, and this has been brought up a bunch of times. They have a war chest that's like 200 years old. Mm-hmm. They made they made playing cards. They opened up love hotels in the 50s. Like mm-hmm. they made a bunch of toys before they even got into video games. But I think they learned their lesson with Sony. Because Sony was working with them to try and make like the PlayStation, like the next version of the Super Nintendo. They got burned by by Nintendo Sony, so they took on this this career model or this business model that has been working for them for the last like 30 years or something, which is cannibalize everything. Like grab as many acquisitions as you can from the other guy. Because it started that's how Sony started. They I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a big middle finger to Nintendo. There's a Sony developed Super Nintendo that's out there, like one beta unit. And it's supposed mm. to be like a disc-based Super Nintendo that Sony had made. But mm. yeah, Nintendo pulled out of the deal for one reason or another, and it left Sony with this development like uh, arm under division. They said, you know what? We're going to just jump into this and make the PlayStation. So that is the culture of that company as a whole. Mm. And yeah, it's not working for them when it, term- when it comes to this Microsoft thing too, because Microsoft just likes to put their hands in every kind of business, you know? Which I think they do great things in, in some aspects, other things maybe not so much. But yeah, they're going up against a bigger giant, right, in this tech space because it used to just be consumer electronics and stuff with Sony. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 crazy, man. Because I've seen I saw some arguments where well, you no know, Microsoft, it's not that big of a deal because Microsoft this isn't their only bread and butter. I'm like, well, neither for Sony. Sony does movies, they have a music label, or they used to. Yeah, um, they do TVs. Like you said, consumer electronics. So there's different arms of Sony as well. They're still nowhere near the powerhouse of Microsoft yeah. financially, mm-hmm. but they have other ways to diversify. So I'm yeah. surprised they don't do more things that say, hey, the Sony PlayStation works better with this TV and it works better with these speakers. They do. They do. They do with their Sony stuff. Yeah. All the master stuff that's optimized for all that stuff. Yeah. It, Is it? It's mm-hmm. in the advertisements. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm shooting my mouth off. I stand corrected. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, and that, that's me going up to bat for Sony. No, Sony has no, things. No, that, no, See, no, that's no. Me, that's I, like hey, case in point. Like, I am also of that way, too, where I'm just like, yeah, that's like. Why wouldn't you curate the devices you make to work better with your own devices? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's just. It's, it's like it's like Apple yeah. and Google, right? Yeah. yeah. It's but like, hey, then, get a Chromecast. Get a, get a, a, a Google Home Hub. 
or yeah, get yeah. an Apple TV. Yeah, the ecosystem's all there, but uh, that's beside the point. My whole thing was like, I went up to bat for them, and they're just some big Titan brand that doesn't even know that I'm on their books. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, they make sound bars, and they make TVs that make the PlayStation 5 experience better. You Shut don't up, know. Like, <laughs> yeah, just like, what the hell am I like fighting this for? Like, I got bills and shit. Like, <laughs> It's funny, because, you know, when, we, when somebody listens to this, they're gonna, they, they probably at that same time of me saying that, yeah. we're like, what is, what is he even talking about? Man, see, see that's why I don't, that's why I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, go car. You talk about Sony all day car. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sony pony. Yeah. <laughs> Sony pony. <laughs> yeah, but it's all there. Like, why? Why? We're all just spending crap money anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, speaking of music, mm. to pimp a butterfly, dethrones OK Computer as the internet's favorite album of all time. And this is according to Happy Mag, uh, the happymag.tv. I think it's interesting because both records I really like. Yeah. That's my favorite Kendrick Lamar album of all time. I remember when I first heard it, I was not feeling with it, mm. feeling it. I think I listened to that album one and a half times. I need to revisit it. I can't, I can't give you a good opinion on it because I yeah. honestly don't remember. I just remember that song, King Koopa. King Kunta. King, King Kunta. I said King Koopa. <laughs> we talking about games and Nintendo, bro. King GameCube, Nintendo. Bops. Okay. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If we're going to oh, do this, oh, we're going to... Oh, oh. GameCube, Nintendo. 5% tit, so you can't see up in my window. So. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, that's cool. Like, okay, Computer's a great record. Obviously, it's a turning point for Radiohead. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a product of its time. And it is so fresh sounding even today. Oh yeah. And to Pimp a Butterfly is a is a record born out of a political climate that still kind of resonates with today because you really get like some of the early inclinations of of like of black people trying to figure out their place in the government, in the world, in the United States. And it is still Kendrick Lamar's like personal story about how he has to intercept fame and deal with it. But the cover of the album is like a bunch of dudes in a gang like yeah. over a little white president guy with mm-hmm. X's over his eyes. In the White House. And it's like a it's like a signifier <laughs> of like since I made it, we made it. And it's like the biggest, most grandiose way to do that. But there's also a lot of repercussions to a young man finding such kind of fame. And it's a very interesting story. Like that's the best part about this record. It's a musical story. Yeah. Just like just like Good Kid was, but it's just like this is the aftermath of what happens when you blow up. Like you get all these demons. Like every every segue is like I remember you was conflicted. Loving you was complicated. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the song to himself, like it, both of them, you and I, like those yeah. are both to himself. And those are both different revelations. You know, on the record cut of I, he's got that whole thing where he breaks up like a fight in a yeah, crowd. Yeah. 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 N E G U S. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know that album. I think that album is just generational and it's coming with the times. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, that's what it really has to do with it. Overtake. I mean, I just went to Radiohead school today. So we gave uh Trey a little Radiohead um, medley today. I'm a hip hop head. So um, as far as well, you're, the, you've grown, you like, yeah, more than yeah, I, I'm open more. Like we, I, I got this man listening to war paint mm. and like, man, I wish, I wish I would have taken you to that concert with me. God, that was that was such a good concert. Anyway, I cut um, you off. No, you're good. Um, just to pimp a butterfly, like in my opinion, albums that can come out really in the last twenty years. Yeah, it's a once in a generation. It's, thing. A, it's a once in a generation album that you're getting to, man. Um, the way Kendrick layered the story. I mean that it 
Grammys. What 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 other prize did he win? He won so many awards for that album. Yeah, I um, thought "Damn" was the bigger 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 album for him commercially. Yeah, I that think. just goes hard. Yeah, that I think that was hard. that one was more commercial. It was mm-hmm. you had so many radio hits off of that album. Like, yeah, and it and they all it was it was great, but that album just specifically, I just think it. it like he, I think you put it kind of right. It's, you know, it's his come to fame. It's a story to himself all the way through, but it's just, it's also so politically charged. Yeah. Um, there's so many factors that layer into it. I just think as a generation, it's, if I had to pick an album to like put into a number one category of all time, like I can't be mad at that pick. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the list came from rateyourmusic.com. Hmm. So I, I guess Happy Mag's just making reference to it. I'm going to read you guys these top 10. Okay? Okay. To Pimp a Butterfly, number one. Number two, OK Computer. Mm. Number three, Pink Floyd, Wish You Were Here. Oh, wow. Mm. Surprised it's not Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, King Crimson. Really? Number four. In, in the court of yeah. King Crimson. I've never listened to King Damn. Crimson. I know Robert Fripp, yeah. but I've never listened to King Crimson. Number five, my personal favorite Radiohead album, Kid A. That that like like that I love that album. Number yeah. six, you know, this is gonna make me extremely happy because you guys look around my room and you see this person's mask. Mad villain. Oh, nice. Mad villainy. Yeah. Um you guys also know, well, you more than, than Trey, is one of my biggest influences on guitar. My bloody Valentine, Loveless. Okay. So that is yeah. yeah, Kevin Shields, he's the one that invented what's called glide guitar. Mm. Um number eight. Radiohead in Rainbows. Man, they got three spots. <laughs> they got on three that. spots. I mean, yeah. th- but these are three dope. I- I'm surprised the Benz isn't on here somewhere. That's probably like in the top 15. Yeah. Okay. Number nine, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink okay. Floyd. Number 10, The Beatles, Abbey Road. Barely. And I'm surprised the Beatles are barely. at 10. Yeah, that just shows how music's tra- like changing. Like the, the biggest surprise on here for me is King Crimson. I was like, King Crimson's on here? I didn't realize how popular they were. So, yeah, I mean, a- I knew they were popular, but I didn't realize they were popular to be top 10 rated so yeah man rate your music like you don't see the aerosmiths acdc's the metallicas yeah you're uh, gonna, uh mm. pop big you know you don't see any of that on here that's crazy so uh if you guys are interested you know i'll send you the link this has got 40 albums um that are on here so like at number 40 it's bob dylan i'm just kind of scanning this the uh, miles davis is on here somewhere nice. This, and he's like he's way down so uh let's see you know bowie this will make you happy mm. remain in light by talking heads is that number oh, 13 dude i do love the talking heads man those are just uh, in terms of a whole with art and, and culture and all that like all that s word <laughs> this breaks with, with my all heart. that shit what what uh 18 illmatic i think that should have been that's my that's mm, your number one this yeah man john five. coltrane's at number 17 i'm not mad at that very cool so anyway, I'm not going to go and read all of these. Uh, I will give a shout out to number 21, though. Miles Davis, Kind of Blue. My wife and I at our wedding, we danced yeah. to Blue and Green. Mm. That was the longest dance ever. <laughs> we, we forgot how long it was. So, she was like, everybody's still staring at us. <laughs> you didn't hear that at the wedding, right? Because <laughs> we she was like, literally, everybody's still staring at us. I was probably already <laughs> way too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh 
Oh gosh. So yeah. I don't remember anything after the barbecue. <laughs> you did the Yo. ceremony, there was food, and then I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> Yo, this 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 young fella, he uh he had a good time yakking in my front yard. Gotta love <laughs> open bar weddings. This is the first one I ever went to. <laughs> Dang. Oh man, shit. Yeah, that was a that was a good time, dude. So what what is going on? With Ohio. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a dun, dun, couple dun, things dun, going dun, on over there right now. The Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> I used to play that when I was a marching band. We were not Ohio State, but the crowd got hype anyway when I hit that tube. The... <coughs> so so anyway. tell me about this train, y'all, this derailment, because this is news to me. Okay, so apparently uh, a train carrying a whole bunch of hazardous material was derailed. Uh, what was this? Uh, Friday the third. I want to say February third, but I'll, I'll uh, confirm that here in a minute. But okay. train derailed, <clears throat> spilled toxic stuff into the Ohio River, all in the ground. Huge explosions. They evacuated. It's a small town. Mm-hmm. I think they said it was about five thousand people in that town. It's a small little town. But they had to evacuate the town out. Uh, people couldn't go home for weeks, and it was completely. My big thing is. It was completely covered up by the news. You didn't hear about it yeah. at all. It's crazy. Um, you didn't hear about it on the news. There was no ground links coming in on it or anything like that. Um, yeah, it was February 3rd. February Trey. 3rd. Okay. Yeah, I, I checked um, But they had to, can't, can't drink the water. They're trying to get water, I guess, rerouted to from other water systems in the area over in that, uh, that realm. I shared one article about a guy. Um, so him and his family were extras uh, in a movie um, that basically <laughs> he, he lives in this town. It was basically the same concept of the movie. What was the name of the movie? It was like about Flint or something. Yeah. No, it wasn't about Flint. It was it was the same thing. Train crashes, blows up. You have to um, kind of displace your white family. noise, um, white noise. Yeah. 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 Uh, the movie White Noise, he, he and his family were extras in it. and That's was, crazy. Yeah, that is, like, ridiculous. Yo. Isn't that, like, a crazy coincidence? Yeah. Like, and the guy goes to his daughter's basketball game or whatever Friday night, and then next thing you know, they have to evacuate the house. They started with just a mile from the uh, the side of the train wreck, evacuated by a mile, and then two and a half miles, five-mile radius. It's just, just one of those things. Like, why isn't that on the news? Anytime you have toxic almost disaster like that you know something if it was anybody else if it was an oil spill oh boy right uh, right know, it, it'd be all over the news well and this so this took place in east palestine uh ohio and that's just that's just crazy man the train was carrying 20 cars of hazardous materials and they slid off as as it slid off the rails and caught fire threatening to explode so, so the National uh, Transportation Board is still, sorry, National Transportation Safety Board is still investigating the cause of the incident. That's crazy. And the, and the guy, Ratner, he said the first half of the movie is almost, it is all almost exactly what's going on here. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. that's nuts, bro. That is like, it's, it's just a trip. And it's crazy because it's like, not to, I'm not trying to make a joke here, but it's like, does the movie train you how to respond for stuff like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like being yeah. that you were an extra in it, 
And it's like, it's like, oh, I remember what happened here. This is like the third time this week I'm quoting Jay Z, but it's like, this ain't a movie, dog. <laughs> like, you know, this is real life. So, wow, man. Man. It's insane. Nah, I, this is complete side note, and there's no legitimate, like, source for this or anything. It was just a tweet. Apparently, they're not really letting reporters or anything into the area mm. uh, to report about it. So the stuff that you get from the main news lines, the CNNs, the ABCs is all that there is yeah. about it. They're keeping people away. They're covering something up. It smells a little fishy to me. I don't know. Hmm. Is that confirmed? Not confirmed. Okay. Like okay. I said, not confirmed. You're just, you're just, just, you get that feeling. It was one of those rabbit hole okay. things that I've okay. seen online that nobody can really confirm or deny. But seems, you know, I had to really look for this story. Hmm. Once I saw the, you know, got on Twitter, it wasn't just it, something that you would just ha- like happen upon. Hmm. So, train wrecks in Ohio in multiple ways. Hmm. So, I sent you guys this one. I, I woke up early one morning and just started reading. And Ohio's education department is investigating a white supremacist homeschooling network that shares Nazi-related resources. That's crazy. So, Why power? <laughs> woogity boogity. <laughs> Sorry. So, like, they're just, I guess, just growing their community that way or attempting to. I'm yeah. trying to get the names of the two people because it was so hilarious. So, first of all, if Sandusky's in the name... It's probably not a good thing. <laughs> Sorry, Notre Dame. It was Notre Dame? Or was it Penn State? It's Penn State. Penn State, yeah. So um, this is an upper Sandusky out there in Ohio where this is taking place. Oh, gosh. I am really struggling to find these people's name. Y'all can help me out here. I'll be able to tell more about the story. Because the person, the person who's running it actually has been outed. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Saxon. Oh, Anglo-Saxon. What a coincidence. Yeah, yeah. So here's the crazy thing. This person's family has a a company, and they're a well-respected family out there. I think they're in insurance. Damn. Like a local insurance or something, or or, or, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not insurance, but... uh, like a financial advisor? Yes, like a fi- I I couldn't I can't remember exactly what the company is. Um I had, I had that I had read a follow-up article. But anyway, they had a family-owned business and the family members were shocked and kicked this dude out of there. They're like, "Look, we do not stand with this guy yeah. at all. This is not what we're about." I mean, they're also trying to make money, so even if they did, they're not going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, they're not going to tell you. I mean, you. and and I'm and I'm not trying to be, you know, a uh not trying to be a, a, a like pessimist. A pessimist, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or not. An, I was gonna say elitist, but that wasn't the word. It wasn't. It's not pessimist either. Either. But um, I'm not trying to be a jerk about it. I just, if, if they truly do feel that way, kudos to them for saying, you know, this this shit's got to stop. We can't have you around here anymore because this isn't cool. We didn't raise you like this, you know, whatever. But anyway, one of the quotes I saw here was, "We have fought hard for our right to homeschool the children." <laughs> with homeschooling the children, our children are left defenseless to schools yeah. and the gay Afro-Zionist scum that run them. Like, like, man, you're just rattling off three stuff, like, right? Three things right there. That's a lot of You gay Afro-Zionist. <laughs> <laughs> you I just don't understand how this goes on on one side of the country and then the other side of the country will literally try to take all of the 
all the stuff that they're trying to keep their kids from learning out of the... Uh, yeah, the right, curriculum. right. Like, this is all CRT. Yeah, um, it's crazy. So this homeschooling group has more than 3,000 subscribers. Holy shit. That, yeah, that's yeah. a lot of kids, bro. It's a, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of families when you think about yeah, that. that's a lot of mush minds. Right, yeah. and, it, and it's, so they share their content and lessons plan, pleasant plans through a social media messaging platform. Mm. They share primarily resources for curriculum recommendations for elementary age children. The group's very first message reads, and then I already read that to you. I, was, I read that from the, uh, from the article. So here's a thing, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's not, they're, they're saying that the, the school board is saying they can't do anything about it because it's it's not a school they regulate. Mm. So this is a, it's, it's a it's a private network. Yeah. So they can't step in and say we're going to take away your your credentials or whatever because what are, what what credentials are there to take away? Yeah, they're not affiliated. Right. So that sucks. Right. That's, like, that's that's a nice gray area for a bad thing like that to live in. Exactly. Exactly. So it says that the number. So this this by the way has been going on. I think since like October of 2021. So now we're we're well over a year into this stuff. You imagine how many minds are already shaped to believe this rhetoric or whatever it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, so under Ohio law, it, you know, parents are only required to provide annual written notification, right? And assurances. Assurances. Yeah, he's <laughs> in school. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, uh, so it's, according to the school district paperwork, to include 900 hours of instruction across subjects like language, geography, history, math, science, health, and more. So you can call that an elective, basically. I think all public school gives you is like a bad haircut and the ability to floss dance. That's it. Oh, That's it. That like, why are they afraid of that? Just a little, and then stupid asymmetrical haircut. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Skrillex or whatever. But <laughs> it's funny. Cause I was, I was messing around with my kids last night. I was doing the floss wrong, like <laughs> super wrong on purpose. And they were so dumb with me. My daughters were like, stop. <laughs> like Michael Jordan gift, stop. Get some help. <laughs> I mean, like the, the gambling, you, the gambling bro, theory. Yeah, bro, when I tell you, when I tell you that they were through, they were not having. I stood in front of the TV while they were playing Arkham, Arkham Asylum, just crappily flossing. Yeah, man, and they were just like, son. <laughs> you got to quit, son. You got to die. It's not for you, man. <laughs> right. Dad, Dad, this isn't busting. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but, no cap. No cap. No hey, cap for real. <laughs> remove, re okay. Okay. Old man moment. All, All right. right. Here we go. <sighs> we talked about the no cap thing, did we? I don't think we did. Or, but if we did, I don't give a shit. So it's coming back around. That's that old man moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I do. Hey, hey, man. One of my favorite uh, podcast dudes says, I, I'm going to, you know, I know I told you all this story before, but I like it. So I'm going to tell you again. Right. All right. <laughs> that rapper, Blueface. Okay. he's a, He came out with a song called Stop Capping. Yeah. I'm at my man Lex's house. It's on TV. And we're, we're drinking and having a good time. And we're watching you know, watching the videos and I'm like, why is he talking about stop capping? But he's talking about murdering people in this song. That, you know, that was my, that was my nerdy brain, not my hip hop brain. Cause I was so confused. Cause I'm like, this is contradictory. Like, is this supposed <laughs> to be contradictory on purpose? He didn't say shit to me. Maybe he didn't know. Cause he's older than me. He didn't say shit to me at the time. Like three months later, 
I heard somebody say no cap on the podcast, and I was like, there's that cap thing again. And then there was somebody in there that was like, why do kids say that for stop lying? That doesn't make sense. And I was like, that's what that means? Yeah. <laughs> no cap means, it, like, no lie? Because yeah. when we were growing up, back in my day, cap, bro. back in my day, like, like dude. Caps were busted. Well, yes, we busting caps. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, how do you get that? Because if I, to me, a better use of no cap would be no limit. Man, no cap to this, bro. Take your cap off. Yeah. The limit, skies are off. You know, like, the sky's the limit. So old man E learned that, and my, my mind was blown. And I'm like, it still to me doesn't make sense to be like, I, I don't. It, but that's that's what happens when you get older. Shit happens and you just just got to go with it. I've never used no cap. You will never find me saying no cap because I think it's the stupidest thing. But I do understand what it means. Yeah. Do you guys use this in your vernacular? Yeah. I do not. <laughs> I just said it and it was a little weird. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah you felt out of place. Huh? Yeah. That's not that's not my alley. I'm I'm a little too old for that. Yeah. So, so the the one that is okayish to me, but I I felt uncomfortable saying it was mid. Oh, that's mid. Yeah, I, I was like, like I, I we were talking about the like Black Adam at work, and I said, yeah, I was like the uh, I like the idea, but the way he played Black Adam was a little mid for me. <laughs> and um, I looked at my coworker, and he was like, he's oh, a he's oh. a, he's older than me. He's from Arkansas, and he just looked at me like the fuck <laughs> and i was like <laughs> and then i was like i just said mid wow wow i was like i'll never do that again <laughs> but i mean it's it's like eh, it's in the middle it's like eh, it's, eh. yeah yeah it's eh. yeah so anyway that was a nice little tangent about the youth the the youth and their <laughs> vernacular yeah so this all circles back to I guess futurism is what a lot of generations in the past are trying to fight against. Cause yeah, if you are totally displaced from what the new cultures like do and say, you don't understand any of the reasons why they care about the things that they do. And this is like the worst example of trying to reinforce old values. This Nazi shit. Yeah. 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 I yeah. can't Great, even believe hey, a good way to bring that back together. I yeah. can't, I can't believe they're even considered values based on like today's world and stuff. But yeah, there's, there's obviously a group of older people that believe the new generation for some damn reason could benefit from this. Yeah. I mean, and it's crazy cause you know, homeschooling I'm fine with, you know, I, for me, I worry about kids just being socialized. Yeah, yeah, because you get a bunch of weird kids that like go to college and be like, "I was homeschooled," and they become the craziest party animals. Like yeah, that's I, my personal experience with them. I've yeah. got a friend that I've gamed with since the PS3 days. Mm -hmm. Like you know, good, good, good. I talk to him every day on mm -hmm. text. Great guy. Uh, met him through a mutual friend that I know I IRL. I've actually never met this brother in in life. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're gonna meet this year at our mutual friend's wedding coming up. Nice. But like his son is homeschooled and you know, that's their choice. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not knocking what they do, but I just, I just think about it. I'm like, man, that's gotta be boring. Like, are there other kids? Cause they're kind of out in Missouri and they got like a little, they're kind of tucked away, you know? And I'm like, man, does he, how often does he get to go out and hang out with kids in the, in the neighborhood? And I mean, I'm sure he does, but I don't know. Like for me, I want my kids to have that experience of going out and being socialized. And I understand that you could pick up some nasty habits at public school, but it's your job as a parent to let your child know like, Hey man, this is right. This is wrong. You yeah. know? 
And if the schools are doing stuff that you don't agree with, talk to the schools. You know, in this in this instant, the schools aren't endorsing this <laughs> curriculum, if you want to call it that. Right. They're not endorsing this, but they can't do anything about it. And like you said, they're reinforcing these values, if you want to even call them that, this ideology yeah. that when these children grow up and they have to go into society, they're going to have the wrong idea. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what these people say. It's the wrong idea. Yeah. The prejudice is going to be baked in. And exactly. It's going like, to be like a commonplace thing for them just to feel that way. And they're born, right. they're born and brought into that. It's, I, it's terrible. I, I tend not to, I tend not to put my heart on my sleeve like that on the mic, Yeah, but I feel strongly about that. That's just, it's just wrong. It dude. Is, I mean, it's you, wrong. The if, you know, so far past that or almost it's brainwashing, bro. Yeah. yeah. You're brainwashing your children. You know, we're going to do, we're going to do science, math, history, Hitler and racism. <laughs> right. 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 And, and no, no, they're, they're going to call it, they're going to call it core values. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I pledge allegiance to the flag. And I don't hang out with gay Afro-Zionists. Yeah, gay Afro-Zionists. <laughs> like, wow. I don't know. We all have to come to terms with the issues of race at some point in our lives. But to have that kind of bias brought into your supposedly objective education, I think that's there's something inherently morally wrong with that. You know? Yeah. We all, we all have to deal with the consequences of race and, and like just privilege and all that stuff too like but we learn that as people while we socialize we see the kids that are brought up that way or brought up another way and we all just get these different flavors of life and that's how we come up to our own conclusions yeah to to, to take the reins on somebody like that and mold them in that image that's like depriving them of, of an opportunity for them to come come up to their own conclusions you know yeah yeah, it's not to say that saving all these kids from homeschool is not going to make a racist. They're going to be like three or four racists no matter what. Like, of course, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 something you know. Some yeah. kids going to do something to them that makes them hate. You know, X. Yeah, fill in the blank. Yeah, dude. But I don't know. That's just it's a bad start. It it, it is a bad way. start. I I agree. I a hundred percent agree with you, man. Like yeah. it is a it's a terrible start. You're not setting your child up for success. Yeah, you know, and then. There's going to be this, uh, I was going to say confliction, but there's going to be this conflict within them. Some of them. Yeah, let's say they- Some brought, of them. They yeah. grow up, they get away from their parents, they go out in society. They and say it's the people like, are cool. Like, yeah. It's like, oh man, this black dude isn't too bad. This Latino, this gay person, this yeah. whatever, you know, this Jew, this Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my, yeah dang. My mom and dad told me that, this, that these people were like the enemy, but, you know, the, or if they do hold that inside- they never get to truly be themselves when they are in society trying to make money because it's like it's like being in the closet in a yeah. different way. You yeah. know what I mean? You're I like, say, how do they even transition into society in that? Well, if you're homeschooled and you're not a, a sub, subjected or objected to different types of people and from different walks of life, and then you go out into college or corporate America and it's all diversity and inclusion everywhere you go now. Right, right. Like, how's that mentally going to affect them and their ability to? adapt adapt to yeah. the times like they're they're not going to be able to well and when school's over do they play with kids of other ethnicities i don't even know the demographics of this town which is something i probably should have pulled up but yeah nah, you know, nah, bro if they're teaching them this they're not letting them go down and you see the quote they had in that article about martin luther king day uh no i missed that yeah, I, I, mean, I mean i'm sure i read it but that's not something i highlighted let me I rephrase was, that i was i was i just had it and i lost it. <laughs> uh, 
Here, we'll make it easy. I had too uh, many, I had too many links. So open. in January, as Martin Luther King Day approached, a user with the screen name of Mrs. Saxon posted. God, that just cracks me up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> on the channel. That's so blatant. <laughs> I want to name myself Mr. Afro, <laughs> Mr. Jamaica, uh, posted in the channel. It is up to us to ensure our children know him for the deceitful, dishonest, riot and Negro he actually was. What the fuck? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So you think they'll let them go play with a little black Timmy now the street? Girl? <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> That's not Good for nothing, man. tricksters. They think they're the best dancers. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> like Clayton Bigsby, goddamn. Like, dude. That's 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 wild, man. That's really charged uh, up. And like little kids don't do anything other than absorb, in my opinion. No, you're you absolutely know? right. Yeah. All gonna, your nuances, all your habits. Yeah. That's all they do is take all that stuff in. Man. Literally. It's, yeah. Whether it's subconsciously and their memories are gonna have or it's just gonna be a habit that they do, you know, growing little things. Like I sleep with my leg up. Like and now my big kid sleeps with like her leg like little things from that yeah. to the way you handle people, handle conflict. It's the basis of their entire life that's yeah, it's, it's their, their being core. corrupted. Yeah. In, that's in crazy this, in this way like wow bro yeah man and they're never going to be able to form their own opinions yeah or they're gonna or like you said they're going to conflict within themselves about what they actually feel and what they were taught so that's that's terrible man it's terrible that's terrible 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 Terrible. man i'm trying to tell you you know shaquille o'neal kobe bryant man look it's terrible i I try to shrek look kd going to phoenix look they trying to build these super teams, okay? I thought we was past this era, but they came back. Sorry. Listen, man, I've been playing basketball a long time. I mean, we I never had agreement with no Kobe Bryant before, but you know, we we, we got rings. Cause you gotta make sure that you're just looking down on the microphone, you're doing like this, and that's all how it is, Shad. Yeah, I love like Kobe. Yeah, I Kobe, you know, he's like a brother to me. Yeah, yeah, I love him, man. You know, I mean, we had, <laughs> yeah, we had a little bit of difference. <laughs> you know, we made a lot of money. We made a lot I of wish money. I could see Trey's face. He's so over this. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about my bad Shaq impression. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. So, hey, on the topic of basketball, real quick. Look, I know you're not into basketball like that, but I gotta ask you. You know, I. I know you know who CP3 is. Yeah. Okay. And you know who KD is. Him being in Phoenix. With the point guard. With the point guard. Yeah. I call him CP 1.5 because he's half the player he used to be, in my opinion. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Oh, damn. Bars. He's still better than me. But, I mean, that's not saying much, right? But, look, I'm not, as as disrespectful as that was to CP3, you know, I do do give him props because, you know, he's been... Great for a long time. It happens. Age catches up with you. Yeah, he's going there on a CP three. This guy De- DeAndre Ayton, who I think has all the tools to be great, and can't get out of his way, his own way. Really, and this dude Devin Booker shoots the lights out. Um, Kyrie Irving went to uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, as you know, like, what do you think that does for the landscape of? basketball now we're hat dude we're not even at the all-star break it's right around the corner the super bowl is this weekend like what do you think that does for the second half of the season for basketball well historically new york teams don't really do anything so <laughs> right good <laughs> for right. brooklyn i guess like, yeah and brooklyn and and the knicks have made solid moves yeah, over the they, last year yeah but they never get it they never get it 
Like that's the thing. That's I don't know what's what's up with basketball in New York, but maybe I guess thanks for all the picks that they got is what they're saying. Like they got y'all were telling me it was like seven picks. Yeah, they yeah. got they got they got two dudes and seven picks or something like that. That was <laughs> just for KD, I think. Well, they got five picks for KD. Yeah, and two for Kyrie, I think. And if, and if you want to talk about round. that logic, our Spurs, dude, they traded two players and turned them into 12. They got 12 picks out of two players. Bro. Yeah, that was... That they, was insane. They that played was, the game. Uh, <laughs> they played the game crazily. So, right. can trade 11 of them for that number one pick next year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know, right? But, but yeah, so, you know, not to go too far into the sports talk, I just wanted a casual fan or, or, or sometimes watcher of the game thought on that. That's all. This is like an old opinion, obviously, but you don't get the lifers anymore. You don't get the Spurs guys that stay with the same team forever. Mm-hmm. Steph yeah. will be the last one. Yeah. And Lillard probably. Oh, uh, yeah. Dame time. Yeah. yeah. Those be. Yeah. Like that's an old bygone era. So I don't know. Uh, I know Kyrie's always like in trouble through the culture wars and everything because oh, he, watches, God. he yeah. watches crap on Amazon or whatever and shouts it out. And he's expensive. He, he is expensive. expensive. Like yes. the great Hooper. And same thing with uh, KD. You know, KD has gone through that whole controversy of being a young man on Twitter, spoofing his own accounts. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, these are basketball players that I feel don't fit into a team dynamic in the way where the old dogs are used to. Because these guys are stars. Everybody is a star in the new era. You know, everybody's got a shoe. Everyone's got this and that. Every. Yeah. Star. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just circles back to that. Like, I wonder if there is any kind of method for them to actually just get into a team, play to the strengths of everybody else without getting in their own way, as you said. Because yeah. that's a lot of that. That's a lot of that with these guys. And yeah, they play great. They're they're they have accolades to their names already. But yeah, what what's gonna get them rings? Like, you know? Yeah, like, I, I know about. I know Kyrie's got a ring. But I don't think was, either one of these teams KD's got to. Gets, uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he. I guess I mean he didn't piggyback off of stuff, but he 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 got his rings with the Warriors. He's got to go to. This is the thing with KD. It looks like he's got to go to self already made teams. You think so? Yeah, like, I mean, like he's not a core player to build around. Is what you're saying? His chance to do that was in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um and was it like a year? I can't. I, I can't Brooklyn blame for nine, three, three years, four years. Hmm. Uh, I can't entirely blame was, him though, dude. Because the reason why he went there was because of Kyrie, and then Kyrie, you know, that whole situation got leaders a lead. Yeah, that's what it. I mean, you can't. Yeah. Kyrie is a difficult um, person to navigate. Yeah, personality to mm-hmm. navigate. Um, I wouldn't want to go to a basketball game where they're all booing at him, and like, but, and him just egging people on. That's not a fun game, dude. He'll just, uh, he if, just, he I just mean, shrugged it off. K, everybody look will look at that Nets team. KD should have been the top dog. It should have been his team. So they're like MJ, Kobe, even LeBron. They're not putting up. Like they're gonna. Nah, bro. You got. This is what you got to do. If we're gonna be here, we're gonna be here to win. Whatever personal things you have, whatever's going on, we can talk about that after we hoist the championship. Um. But I, I don't think I don't think either one of those moves results in championship. Phoenix is the closest one. I don't think Dallas is. I mean, they've won a couple of games without Luca, but yeah, I don't think that's going to be anything really. I agree. I don't think it's going to. It, at least not right away. I don't think it's going to turn into a championship for Phoenix. They How do many have that CP have left, right? And and it, it depends on what they do now with. So we'll. we'll We'll sport. We'll we'll drop the sports because I know there's people going. Oh God, they're talking about sports. Ah! 
I know a lot for but, a guy who doesn't know a lot about sports. Right, right. But, you know, <laughs> these, these, these are things we pay attention to. Yeah. So, real quick, now you got another thing coming up um, where people are able to release or waive, what is it called? Uh, uh, like buyout? Buyout, thank you. You have this whole period buyout now market. where you can buy out, folks. So, mm-hmm. Where they what, go free after that, right? The free agency. Yes, mm-hmm. his former his former teammate, yeah. Russell Westbrook, is prob- they're, they're saying that he's probably going to get bought out by Phoenix, although yeah. he has opened the staying. The parents, sorry, not Phoenix, Utah. Utah. He's he's opened the staying, so it'd be crazy if he went down to Phoenix. I doubt that's going to happen. Oh, no, I think if he goes anywhere, it's the Clippers. Yeah. Paul George is already. Yeah, the projection is that he'll go him. to the Clippers. I think um, I think OKC had a little bit of magic when they were all together. I just don't know what it was, but you know when when KD and the other guys were all together. So so dude, it's crazy. I think that this is going to be a thirty for thirty on ESPN. Oh, uh, like the fall of the Thunder. You could do that. They could lump it together, but I don't think it's going to call, be called the failed experiment. Mark my words. Yeah, it's something because like it that. KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Mm-hmm. When those three got together in Brooklyn, everybody was like, we'll just hand them multiple titles, and it never worked. They, they played, played like a total of 14 games together. They played 33 games together, if I'm not mistaken. Or I don't think it was that many. So, you know what? It might have been, been 16. It was 16 games together, all three, and they were 13 and three. I think that's what it was. Mm. They were 13 and three. Thank you for making yeah, me I was double, like, I don't think it was check. that many. Yeah, they uh, played like 16 games, I think, in total together, and they won 13 out of the, out of the, the 16. You know what I think it is? Hmm. New York's probably too damn fun. Like, they just party hard. I think yeah. it was a toxic culture yeah. from, the top, from the top down. Yeah. yeah. You know, from the top down. But anyway... Man, let's close this thing out, fellas. You got anything else? Nah, man. I think that was a uh, that was a good uh, good little wave. Good little yeah. wave. We rode many waves. Thank y'all so much for your listening, your support, your feedback. I've been getting some feedback from some people lately, so it's been great to actually get feedback because we hadn't had any in a while. Yeah. Um, and thank you two fellas for the great conversations as always. I appreciate uh-huh. you. It's always a great time, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank y'all. So uh 2023 is off to a great start for Chasm. Um, we're bringing the heat in many ways. We've got much more heat coming for y'all. And uh stay tuned in your feed because free HBO week will continue mm. with our review of The Last of Us episodes three and four. So without further ado, we're gonna say two words to y'all. And those actually one word. <laughs> Peace. Out.